0: Hey
1: there, and welcome to the very first episode of Background Noise, a show about the people behind podcasts and the messy process of actually getting podcasts made. My name is Michael McNano, and I am the co-founder and CEO of a company called Anchor, which not coincidentally is a company that makes it really easy to make podcasts. And I'm very, very excited for my first episode, which you are listening to right now. I've so I've been wanting to make a podcast about podcasters for a while. And it's funny, I am often asked um, as the CEO of Anchor, how do I make a podcast? How do I get started? And my advice to people is usually just do it. Don't think about it. Just get your thoughts out there. You'll be able to learn and grow and iterate from there. And. Um, and I, and I didn't take my own advice. I took a while uh, to actually get this thing going. And finally, um, I told myself, you know what? I just need to do this. Anyway, let's get into the first episode. I am so thrilled um, to have interviewed Darian Harvin. She is the creator of an awesome podcast, one that you should be subscribing and listening to. It's called Am I Allowed to Like Anything? Where she and her friends, which by the way, I should mention, she's got an amazing list of guests and friends. They basically riff on all the different things in culture that they like. And they don't talk negatively about the stuff that they don't like, right? It's, we're, we're living in a time and place where it's very easy to be negative about things on the internet. And she is going in the exact opposite direction with this podcast and it is great. So without further ado, let's get into it. Here's my interview with Darian Harvin. I am here with Darian Harvin. She is the host of Am I Allowed to Like Anything? Why don't you describe what what the podcast is about in your own words?
0: Sure. So Am I Allowed to Like Anything is a podcast that talks to people about their work, their lives, how they're maintaining their optimism in this world, and specifically about things in culture that they're enjoying right now versus all the things we kind of side-eye and know that we're not super into Um, I really just wanted to give people a space to uh, a lot of it ends up kind of being a little bit of trend forecasting. And the other part is just to give a space to talk about things we're actually enjoying during this time where it's so much easier to talk about all the stuff we don't like.
1: Yeah. So I love when I read the concept for this. I was like, that's brilliant, because what I what I personally find on the Internet, it's so easy to jump to negativity. This bothered me or like I'm not into this or I'm not into this. It's it's much harder actually to compliment something or speak about what you like and right. and and why you like it. So um I yeah. like that you've dedicated an entire podcast to that. That's super cool. Thank you. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah,
0: I think that people feel like they sound cool when they think that thing when they have something a little condescending right. to say about other people's work or whatever, but it's actually harder to like compliment. Someone. Totally. Yeah.
1: <laughs> totally. And you what the other cool thing about your show is you've had Amazing guests, right? Like you've Thank talked you. to Natalie James and Eve Ewing and Ira Mattis, all mm-hmm. these amazing people. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm always fascinated by that because, you know, I, I've, I've gotten to know a, a bunch of different podcasters and the thing I hear time and time again, and maybe this is a good jumping off topic is booking guests is the hardest thing.
0: Yes. And I think that for me, definitely at the beginning of my podcast, I was using my connections mm-hmm to just, I was like leveraging my connections and my relationships, which is how people do things to get it off the ground. And then also, it, it's funny that you mentioned that because I feel so fortunate for everyone who's been on my podcast, but then there are also people who I know that I I don't have the, the big name podcast yet to get, right? And so for me, I've always made my process and my strategy for booking um, as people who I know that they're creating great work. I know that there's something about their work that makes people react and engage. They have a community. And in my eyes, there's someone who in a couple years, they're going to be writing, publishing a book, or they're going to be in a movie. Or if it's Ira Madison, he's working at Netflix now. Or right. if Eve Ewing, she's writing her second, third book. Or it's Michael Arsenal who just wrote his first book. Totally. Or... It's Morgan DeBon, who was my very first guest um, who started Blavity, which is essentially like a news platform for black millennials. And now she's raised over six million dollars for her uh, for Blavity. Right. So it's these people who maybe they're not the big names yet, but I know that they will be. So I want to talk to them now so that when people Google their names, my podcast comes up.
1: Right. You've got you've (laughs) got like the first interview or like one of the first interviews. Mm -hmm. That's awesome. So. So let's take a step back. Um, I I would love to I would love to hear. So we know what your podcast is about. Mm -hmm. And I I think it's awesome. I would love to hear the story of starting your podcast. What was the inspiration? How did you actually go about doing it? Did you just wake up one day and say, hey, I'm going to start a podcast and then do it? (laughs) Probably not. What's the real story?
0: Right. So it actually came from a conversation with a friend. And now when I tell people this, I kind of cackle. But we it came from talking about title music and title had just launched everyone was being really shady about it but also the rollout for title if you think about it was very like we are these artists the press and release we're, yes like or we're the,
1: the the stage the press event right. yeah 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 of course
0: like we're all these very rich artists and we're coming together to take back streaming and it, it wasn't very good people just had a lot of they had a lot of things to say about title, right? And I very much felt like title was this project where it was basically the, the very beginning stages of what was to come. Now title is like definitely more respective. They kind of are, have found their path with exclusive content um, and, and leveraging like Jay-Z, Beyonce and like other relationships. But at that time, I said to myself and to my friend, it doesn't really feel like there is space to give this a chance. Like, why don't we give projects and people the space they need to execute their ideas without us being like wagging our fingers at Mm. them meanwhile we haven't tried or started or experimented with anything (laughs) and so i literally said am i allowed to like anything (laughs) and my friend was like you should make that into a podcast and i was like you know what i should do that so my very first episode i um, reached out to my friend hunter harris who At the time, she was we had went to school together, but she was a great writer. And now she's at Vulture as like uh, she's like a film critic and an associate editor there. But at the time, she was like interning and writing for a bunch of places like we I was uh, she was still in college at the time we recorded the episode on my laptop like not like no mic or anything onto audacity which is like a free editing system super technical yeah um it's in the middle of summer you can like hear my fan in the back like it was just the sound quality is definitely i've leveled up on it but that's really how it happened and i just kept on going from there and have kept on just making it you know trying to um, hone in on the content and hone in on what people want to hear Um, but that's really how it started. That's
1: awesome. Mm -hmm. That like, I feel like that's a very inspiring story. Yeah. Because I mean, I I feel like how many times, I mean, it's happened to me, right? Where I'm I'm hanging out with friends or or, your family members and somebody says to somebody else like, Oh, you should start a podcast about that. And it's Mm -hmm. so easy to say that it's a completely different thing to actually go and do it. And oftentimes, you know, obviously I talk a lot about this with anchor stuff, but, um, taking that step and actually doing it can be tech. Technically complicated, but you were just like, I'm gonna use what I have. (laughs) I like I have my computer I'm just gonna tap spacebar and start recording.
0: Yes And I feel like that's what I have done For so that's basically how I start things is I'm like, okay, I have this computer. I have access to technology Let me I don't need to have all the nuts and bolts if I can just create good content then I can like It it doesn't have to be about having all the high-tech stuff like that's not what's gonna help me to create a community or really good content. I just need to make sure that I research my guests and I'm prepared and just keep on learning from there, right? Like, after I recorded my, on my computer, I was like, okay, I'm going to invest in a little mic, you know? And What'd you like, get? I got, now I'm blanking on the name of the mic, but it's like a, it literally looks like a huge bullet. <laughs> okay. And it has like these three leg prongs and you fold them in when you're, you know, they kind of stand up on three legs. And when you're done, you can fold it in and it puts into a level like a leather bag, and then i was like okay now i'm going to pay more attention to where i'm recording i'm going to maybe do it in like a really small office or you know i didn't have money at that time for studio space or anything so i was just i was just trying to make it work and then i also got really good at editing out nat sound or like background sound to make it feel more professional Hmm. but now i record in in studios so that's you know, like I don't take I feel like some podcasters kind of like take that for granted. But for me, I was like, oh, my God, this is so cool. This is so awesome. Now. It, now I can bring my audience or the people who listen a better sound and a better quality of sound. Right.
1: But you've built up to that. You know, I built like, up to yeah, it, yeah. that's cool. Are there any like really unique or crazy places you've recorded before where you're like, I have to get this episode out?
0: There were two. One, I was in Paris. And I recorded an episode with uh, like this fashion blogger in Paris. And we were literally sitting out on, you know, you know, when you go to Europe, there's basically like the people sitting outside smoking their cigarettes on like a tiny table. We were essentially on one of those. It was pretty quiet because it was not that time yet. It was kind of this in between or this in between between breakfast and lunch. And then the second place is I was at South by Southwest. I actually recorded a live show for my podcast through South by There. Oh, awesome! But then while I was there, I was like, "Well, there are all of these celebrities and people here, or pseudo celebrities." And so the Fader magazine they always have like a Fader Fort. Of course. And so I've I've had some some (laughs) fun times at the Fader Fort. (laughs) And so there was an artist. Her name was Sherry, whose music I really liked. And so I kind of like how I. Like tracked down her manager and was like, hey, I want to do this. So we actually did it outside of the theater fort premises on like you could kind of hear it in the background. But that was probably one of the craziest places, too, because it was going to be hard for me to get her to a studio. Right. Or to a quieter place. But I knew that if the content sometimes if the content is good, people don't care as much as you.
1: Do. I think all I, my position is always, um, mm-hmm. you know, I, I don't know. I mean, this is my own personal Preference, But I would always rather hear much more interesting content than super highly polished yes, production I, I just agree. want to hear people. I respect talk, you know, right? Um, so that's awesome. And you didn't want to miss out on the opportunity. Yes, that's cool um, You've done so many episodes. I find that fascinating and um, And inspiring as well. I think um, I think it's very common for people to start podcasts and then say, you know, see this is hard. Um, mm-hmm. The guests, the production, the editing, the schedule. Um, it's really hard to maintain. How how have you been able to, to commit to 60 episodes? Right? Yeah, I've
0: done 65 as of, as of last week. That's Honestly, crazy. thank it's you. awesome. <laughs> thank you. I think that sometimes I'm a little too hard on myself. I really try to keep a schedule. At, there was at one point I was doing one once a week. And then my schedule just did not allow me to do it. And so that's when I was like, okay, I'm going to go down to every other week. And so that has been more that's been better. But there will honestly be some weeks where I might just get out a podcast once a month, which is not great for when you're looking for like sponsorships or something like that, because brands want to know that you're going to be put it out, putting them out consistently. Um, But I just really try to make it a priority. It's definitely like late nights, um, but. I think what motivates me is, is like good feedback. I'm like, okay, people are expressing to me that they like it. And so that helps, but it's really just kind of a promise I made to myself. I think that one thing that I have always told myself is no matter what I want to do 100 episodes. Hmm. So having that goal and having kind of like a something to strive towards, I think helps, but I'm definitely proud of, like, 65 episodes that I've, like, done independently, you totally. know, definitely with help along the way, but more so it's been, like, my, me pushing myself through.
1: That's awesome. Mm-hmm. It, would you go beyond 100 or is the goal to, like, touch 100 and be like, okay, the podcast is over? I'm moving on to another podcast or maybe I'm done with podcasting.
0: At first it was I want to do 100 and see okay, and see how it goes and see is this something I should continue to do. But I think right now what I've kind of decided is I think I want to do 100 episodes and then s- start to work on another podcast, but do it with a network or with sponsorship and kind of like take the things I've learned in this moment doing my own podcast independently and applying them to something that i can get funding for or i can work with a producer on um something that i think my podcast would it would serve my podcast well to have a little bit more structure to it Mm -hmm. but oftentimes i um i think i need someone helping me to figure that out and so my idea is to kind of like work on another podcast but do it the the quote-unquote right way got it, you know,
1: I think I mean it to me It sounds like there is no right way and you like mm-hmm. what I mean what you're doing sounds awesome um, Thanks, Yeah. But uh, but you so you've mentioned sponsors a few times um, and and I'm sort of wondering um, I'm, I'm curious to hear your perspective or what your experience has been the business side of podcasting because mm-hmm. I think that's from what I've heard that's that's definitely like an area where people um struggle or they don't know much about and they sort of have to get thrown into it and figure it out so right to, i would love to hear a little bit more about what that's been like for you what is what yes. what's the business side of this podcast
0: the business side well it has always been pretty difficult for me to tap into the business side as a create as kind of a creative and someone who just does things i will say that um, there have definitely been uh it's typically podcast Kind of, uh, I don't know what you what you would call them technically, but kind of like places that would reach out to me like, hey, we can help you to get sponsorship through like, like the- Like networks,
1: like podcast networks? No, not
0: podcast networks, because they're not places that where they are producing their own mm-hmm. podcasts, but more of like an A-cast, for example. Got it. And uh, there was a point in time where I I was on A-cast. I think they're like awesome people, but they were kind of trying to make it where it was less effort to- um, in terms of the business and the ad part where they were basically like rolling pre-recorded ads that weren't weren't your voice onto your podcast. Mm. That was my biggest experience with it. And it ended up just not like really being my thing and it working out for me. Um, I also think that there is a lot of room to still experiment with um, with sponsorship format hmm. on podcasts. Like for example, Ira Madison for, uh, from Keep It. He has like a very. Have you ever listened to. He, the he's ad? got
1: a. Well, he's got a show on Crooked, right? He
0: has a show on Crooked Media. Keep It, I he, think. Yeah, yeah it's, yeah, it's yeah. called Keep It. And he. The way that he he basically kind of like makes these sponsorships or these brands that are that are, you know, giving him money, he kind of makes it like a skit and he makes it funny and he makes it very much like I am not going to skip through this ad. I I enjoy listening to him, Um, so I don't have any sponsorships on my podcast. But um, I think it was kind of just a learning experience. And if anything, it kind of made me want to think more outside of the box about how I could get revenue. I think merch is a great Mm. idea. Um, I think that even uh, having like a strong video component where maybe you're not putting your entire episode on YouTube, but maybe you're taking clips um you know like getting sponsorship that way through video or just through like social growth um and maybe like brand sponsorship on like the podcast plat like social platforms um i think there's so much room to experiment especially during this time where i feel like a lot of people have not figured out how to make serious money from podcasts right so,
1: yeah it's still a small market right um one idea i've you know i've heard from some people that i think is super interesting is um the affiliate model, like on mm. YouTube and Nvidia and on video, there are so many creators that have made a lot of money just through affiliate links. Yes, right. Like I talked about this product in my video, and here's the link to buy it. Yes, um, you, I mean you you could do the same thing in podcasts. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, um, that could be something interesting to explore. So, all right, so you've done sixty episodes. You want to touch a hundred. Uh, what has been the most rewarding aspect of the of making the podcast?
0: The most rewarding aspect of this has definitely been the feedback I get from people who listen. Hmm. I think that any time when people go out of their way to review it on uh, Apple or to send you a DM, to me, that's why I do it. Hmm. Like that's awesome. Yeah. Like that's why I really do it. And that's what keeps me going. Also, through doing my podcast, I figured out more of who my community is, like, who are the people who are into the things I'm into or what I'm talking about? And so from a strategy standpoint, it's allowed me to, like, learn that. And um, I, I just think that's important during this time where I think that individuals are starting to have like influencers, right? Like people, individual people are starting to have more influence and people are looking for other people who are, who have the same beliefs as them, especially in this like identity culture and like this identity politics culture. I, you know, people are looking for other people who um, believe in the same things as them and who they can relate to and find refuge in. So. I,
1: I, I totally agree and I think, mm-hmm. I think that, that makes a lot of sense. All right, last question. What podcast do you listen to?
0: Oh my gosh! I listen to I okay. Well, I'm a big still processing fan with Jenna cool. Wortham and Wesley yeah, Morris. Um, they're just excellent critics. I listen to Call Your Girlfriend was one of the very first podcasts I started listening to. Um, oh my gosh! I listen to this podcast. It's not very really well well known. It's called Trap and Anonymous, and it is by this char- up. Uh, I almost called my character. It's by this guy's name's Chris Stiles. Okay, he's from New York. From New York City, and he has on guests. He always kind of has their voices um, manipulated, so you never really know who they are. It's got an
1: anonymous guests, yeah, yeah. And
0: he'll have on people who are drug dealers. He'll have on people who, um, p- on people who have been diagnosed with AIDS and, or HIV and what it's like to live with that. He's had on like strippers. He's had on people who are thieves. He's had on all of these basically. Illegal professions or scam artists, scammers, and I, it, I wow. just am so obsessed with. I think he's a good conversationalist. I think he asks good questions, and I'm totally intrigued with his like format, basically his conversations. Yeah. Um, what's another one I really like? At I least, have to check that. Out. Yeah, you have to check. Trapping it it Anonymous. Out. It's called Trapping Anonymous, okay. and definitely, I don't think it gets enough like street cred right. in the podcast game. I think it's really dope okay um and then i do like the nod with mm. um Brittany loose and eric eddings because i feel like they're a podcast that really um just really celebrates black culture and it's very feel good it's like a st- it's storytelling um and so i really like their podcast too and britney has been on my podcast
1: so. awesome mm-hmm. that's great i mean th- those are great recommendations um This has been incredible. Darian, thank you so much Um, for anyone listening. Check out Am I Allowed to Like Anything wherever you get your podcast. Rate it on iTunes and DM Darian your feedback because she likes getting feedback from her listeners. I love it, I love it. Cool, thanks so much. Thank you. Yep. Thank you so much for listening. I hope you enjoyed my interview with Darian as much as I did. If you haven't already, please subscribe to the podcast wherever you get your podcasts, whether that's on Apple Podcasts or Spotify or Anchor or Google Podcasts. Wherever you might listen to podcasts, please subscribe and please rate and review, especially on Apple Podcasts. It makes a huge difference and I'd really appreciate it. And It wouldn't be right for me, the CEO and co-founder of Anchor, to end a podcast without letting you know that if you want to make your own podcast, it's really easy with Anchor and it is completely free. Just go to anchor.fm or search for Anchor in the App Store or the Google Play Store. See you later.